Business Sessions with Enterprise Nation with me, your host, Emily Chiswell. How are you? This is just one of the ways that we're showcasing our members, hopefully giving you a little bit of time out. We know what entrepreneurs are like. We're never very good at taking breaks, are we? So a guilt-free break. That's what we hope these are. This week, oh boy, have we got a story from our Enterprise Nation member, Jordan Dakin. Dragon's Den success, millions in turnover, and he's not even 21 yet. Right, Jordan, if someone had landed from another planet, how would you describe what it is that your business is? So Grip It, basically, it's a fixing for hanging anything to a wall, a plasterboard wall. So you can hang a TV, curtain rail, and it's basically the strongest on the market. Well, boom, just like that. <laughs> um, so how on earth do you come up with developing a product like that, Jordan? Tell me, how, how did it begin? <laughs> Hard work. Um, no, basically, it was back in 2008. And me and my granddad were trying to fix a curtain rail to a plasterboard wall. And anyone who's tried doing it before, they'll um, admit it's a nightmare. And um, we were trying every fix on the market and just couldn't find anything that would work. So um, we literally went out into his garden shed and cut up plastic and all sorts of wastage material that he had and um, formed what now is the Grip It. That is an amazing story. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. It was all from a garden shed, so yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And so then did you run with that since 2008? Is that what you've been working on, Jordan? Or was that on the side for a while? Or how, how did it kind of... What's yeah, the storyline? I, mean, I mean, I was only... I was 13 at the time. I just... Um, I was <laughs> at school. But um, I, um, I ended up leaving school and didn't have any GCSEs. And then we actually launched the product back in January 2013. So after we got all the protection on it, the patents... Um, and then, yeah, it's just absolutely gone crazy. So now now I think we're in 4,500 stores in the UK and across 32 countries worldwide. God, Jordan, can you believe it? <laughs> no, it's just it's gone absolutely crazy. But... How exciting. What an amazing story. That's brilliant. Um, so tell me, challenges. I mean, what sort of challenges have you come up against in your journey with Grip It? There's literally so many. I mean, um, there's like cash flow problems because the thing is we've grown so quickly. Um, you've constantly got to invest in stock we've got we manufacture everything in the uk so we've got that to invest in machinery premises um and then obviously as i say from a second challenge would probably be like sort of staffing and, and getting the right people and growing it really in recruitment i mean we've gone from four staff last year we're now nearly at 40 so gosh uh... wow <laughs> and have you i mean have you got any tips on that how have you approached that i think um with cash flow i mean you, you've got to start at, it was a startup business so you have to kind of be as tight as anything and we didn't waste any money really and we tried to market for free and um, I think you've just got to kind of keep a tight rein and then only spend when you absolutely need to and then for recruitment it's kind of it's difficult because when people come for the interviews you always kind of get that impression they'll say what they have to say to get the job yeah well you know from being well you might not having worked on this since you're 13 but you know you know from being the other side it's like you know what you need to do in interviews it's kind of that interview chat isn't it i can totally yeah, see what you mean exactly and the, what we try to do is like a, a really relaxed environment so they can, you can see their natural side that kind of thing uh, and i find that really works well so basically you're saying more about the actual personality of the per you're seeing more of the personality perhaps yeah exactly i mean it's, it's i mean you can always read a cv but i, I always try and get people in you can see what they like hobbies what they kind of do outside of work because that kind of builds a picture of who they actually are yeah definitely it breaks it down to just normal human beings a bit yeah, <laughs> um jordan tell me how have enterprise nation helped you in the growth of your business or been part of your journey so i mean i met um, emma from uh, emma jones from enterprise nation last year actually and um we've kind of been speaking and she's been kind of like a sounding board um i know quite a few of um people who've worked alongside her for sort of different strategies and sales marketing that kind of thing so it's it's quite handy to have a, 
an organization that you can go to for that kind of information, if you know what I mean. And I know quite a few other companies, businesses like myself, that I've recommended to Enterprise Nation who've gone to their events and that kind of thing, and they've really benefited from it. That's so great. That's brilliant. Yeah, it's not too not too shabby to have Emma Jones on your team. It's really not. Um, Jordan, we've got, we can't get through this without mentioning Dragon's Den, I feel, because that is, you know, that's not every day that that kind of jazz happens. Tell us a bit about that whole process. Yeah, I mean, so back in, oh, tail end of 2013, uh, we got into about 500 stores in the UK and I kind of thought how do we get out there quicker and people to know about the product and opening doors really so I thought I've always watched Dragon's Den even like since I was really tiny and um, I thought I'll, to, I'll apply for it and just see what happens um, so I did and um, didn't think anything of it and about two months later I got a call saying you're through to the next round and went on and on and on and then within a month I was actually filming up in Manchester. God straight into it lovely. Yeah so um but yeah, it was absolutely um, a terrifying <laughs> experience. But yeah, is it as terrifying as it looks? Yeah, I mean, you are literally, it's live. They don't know anything about you. You've never met them before. Um, and, and you're you just do... shunted into the room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You do a three-minute pitch and then they, one after another, they um, interrogate you, I would say, with questions. Um, I think we were, I was in there for about an hour and a half in total. Wow. Were you exhausted? Yeah, but then to be fine, when I, when I got out, it kind of felt like it would have been 20 minutes. It went so quickly, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely, because you're so in the zone of it as well, I guess. Yeah, and it's just like one after another after another, so... But it was a success, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. So um, Deborah Mead and um, she came, she's come on board and uh, she owns now 25% of the business. So it was worth, you know, worth sweating your way through an hour and a half, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then right at the end, you have to do the negotiation on the shares then, so... Oh, gosh. And there are loads of bits that they cut out that you don't see. Yeah, so they obviously take the interesting bits I think all of it Jordan all of it's interesting and you were also back on our TV screens recently weren't you yeah so um, Dragon's Den did a, a follow up programme called Pitches to Riches uh, where they had Richard Osmond off of Pointless oh the yeah the big glasses I know yeah yeah. Um, and he came actually stood on a radiator um, and they came out to the garden shed and met my granddad and, and yeah it's been. they actually valued the company whilst they were down here that I didn't even know about and uh, it was 10 million pounds so it's, oh my it's, gosh <laughs> Jordan, what an incredible achievement. It really is unbelievable. And that made my granddad cry, bless him. <laughs> oh, gosh, you guys, don't. It's too much. It's making my heart ache. Um, what a cool thing to have achieved, but really cool because you achieved it with your granddad. I think that's just added brownie points. Yeah. Um, Jordan, tell me, advice. What advice do you wish you'd been given when you started out? Was there anything that you wish you'd been told that could have helped you out a bit? Yeah, I think there's, there's loads of things. That, I mean, not for sort of young people as well. And I, I do quite a lot of motivational talks in schools because I think some students are really academic and they go on to further education, which is great. But I think for um, students like myself who didn't get any GCSEs or used to panic in exams and yeah, uh, they sort of get put to one side. And I think it's important that they have something to inspire them kind of thing. So I think um, schools could do more in that way in terms of teaching people about starting a business, how entrepreneurism, that kind of thing. And then from business time, that kind of view from any age, I've come across organisations like Enterprise Nation, UKTI and all that sort of thing. There's out there, but people don't necessarily know about it. So I think if I knew about that right at the beginning, if there was something like this when I started, it would have helped, yeah, immensely. Yeah, I know. It's so tricky about how you get people to know about it, isn't it? That's the trouble, because it's yeah. it's out there, a lot of this stuff, but it's difficult to know how to tap everyone into it. It's a exactly. tough one. Um, Jordan, if we're, this, the, we're doing a question at the end of each of these, and this series, so this is series two, and we are asking, if you were stranded on a desert island uh, with one entrepreneur, which entrepreneur would you choose to be with you? Oof. Well, I'd have to say Deborah, wouldn't I? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was be in a lot of trouble. Yeah, no, we work well as a team, and um, I think we could we could find a way out. <laughs> I'm thinking yes. What do you reckon? 
if what's been happening so far is anything to go by, I think there's quite a high success rate. Uh, big thanks to Jordan for sharing his story on the Small Business Sessions this week. And thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed your dip into them. If you run a brilliant small business, by the way, and want to feature on one of these, head to our website, enterprisenation.com, and you can find out all about us. This is just one of the benefits, actually, that you get from being a member with us. There's hordes of others, depending on what sort of membership is going to suit you best. There's expert business advice. We've got brilliant events and meetups and that kind of stuff with other members, peer-to-peer and also experts in particular fields, exclusive discounts, e-books, just loads of stuff. Check out all the details, enterprisenation.com. And if you like these, don't forget you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Just search for the small business sessions. Next week, tea bags. Sure, as you do. But don't be getting fooled. These are definitely not tea bags as you know them. Looking forward to sharing the story of that Enterprise Nation member in our next session. We'll see you then.